If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, I told you we had a chance this week, Rivals.com had a chance this week to talk with Nebraska head coach Scott Frost. It's the only interview Scott Frost has done since Nebraska's April red-white spring game. So a uh, rare opportunity for Rivals.com as um, we had some folks in town covering the pipeline camp with us here over the weekend. And our own John Tallman from Rivals.com had this opportunity to catch up with the head man, Scott Frost. John Tallman here with Rivals.com and Nebraska head coach Scott Frost. Thanks for uh, joining us. I, let's start here with uh, the pipeline camp today. And this is the first year of this offensive-defensive line. How, how important is a camp like this, not just from a recruiting and an evaluation standpoint, but development of these players uh, in Nebraska and surrounding states? It's important for us. You know, We want to recruit well in the state, definitely in the region. We're going to have to recruit nationally, but if there's a good player in the Midwest, we want to know about them and give them an opportunity to play here. Um, I think it's also special to have a pipeline camp and have more camps that just focus on O&D line. Um, that's been the bread and butter of Nebraska football uh, in, the, in the great history of Nebraska football, the dominant O-lines and great D-linemen. Um, there's a lot of seven-on-seven seven camps everywhere. There's a lot of opportunity for skilled players to, to show what they can do. There's probably fewer for O&D linemen, so we're happy to give any O&D lineman that wants to compete another opportunity. You transitioned your entire staff from UCF to Nebraska. At UCF, a lot of maybe a regional recruiting emphasis. At Nebraska, it's more national. How has that transition been like when you guys focus on recruiting strategy? Well, we've got to go everywhere. Uh, I think we can get a good part of our team and probably the core of our team right here in the Midwest. Uh, hopefully a lot of kids from the state. Uh, but we're going to have to go to a lot of different other places to, to fill out our recruiting classes and, and get the type of players that we need. So our coaches did a great job in the spring of going all over. Uh, we hit a, a bunch of different states, a lot of different high schools. Our, our guys have really worked hard to make sure that if there's a player that we think is good enough to play here, that uh, they're familiar with us and they get an offer. Going from that first recruiting class where you're kind of on a shortened timetable, did you guys change any recruiting strategy from say the the last class to this class or from year one to year two on how you guys recruit just learning a little bit more about uh, the area and the big Ten. yeah i don't know if we changed our strategy at all uh it was just helpful to have more time and and i think the biggest difference in having a, a whole year uh was being able to get to know the kids that we were recruiting better you know we we just had to fast track it that first year and get the best players we could that were available um, this past year, I'd say we were more selective and, and able to recruit players, not just based on their, their play on the field, but also how we think they'd fit us and their character. How has the state of Nebraska changed since, say, when you were recruited or 
the challenge of getting an in-state player to uh, to go to Nebraska. I know there's so many kids that want to play, but is it different uh, in terms of it maybe not being a slam dunk with, with some kids just because uh, of Nebraska's kind of history in the past couple seasons? I, I don't think it's changed. It probably changed a little before this staff got back here. Um, but we're going to put an emphasis on Nebraska kids, and if there's one that we think is good enough to play here, we're going to make sure they're here. You got a, a great one in Adrian Martinez. How do you manage quarterback recruiting moving forward, knowing you got a couple more years with Adrian? To be honest with you, I kind of feel like uh, our track record with quarterbacks sells itself. Um, the success quarterbacks have had in our offense, I think, sells itself. Um, in, in my time in this offense, we had Darren Thomas that took us to a national championship, Marcus Mariota that won a Heisman, uh, Vernon Adams that led the country in pass efficiency, uh, Mackenzie Milton. I uh, was one of the best players in the country, and now Adrian Martinez. And if there's a great player in our scheme, uh, they're going to be a household name around the country. And, and I think that's going to help us get the most talented guy that we possibly can. It's been a full year now. We have the transfer portal. It seems to be a hot topic. What, what are your thoughts on that, and, and how, do you, how have you guys approached it? Well, we're just trying to figure out that landscape and how that's going to work like everybody else. I, I think it's important to, for everybody to understand that uh, I think people have been surprised by the transfer portal. Um, there's a lot of kids in it, uh, but a real low percentage of kids are leaving uh, Power 5 schools and landing at other Power 5 schools. Um, so I don't think it, it was quite a big a shuffling of the cards as people thought it was going to be. Um, we certainly want every kid that comes here to, to finish here, uh, to get their degree here and have a great experience. Inevitably, there's going to be some kids that leave here. There's going to be some kids that we want from other places. but. Um, I think it's in kids' best interest once they make a decision uh, to stick it out. You know, just using myself as an example, I, I didn't play until my fourth year of college, and things worked out really well for me. And sometimes you got to be patient and put in the work uh, to reap the rewards of, of what you're expecting to have happen. And you've had a couple additions uh, through transfer. What, what excites you about some of those guys that, that have transferred in recently? Well, I think we had an opportunity to address a couple holes or a, a couple depth issues. Um, certainly losing Stanley last year, uh, we felt like we needed some immediate help at receiver, and I think we were able to add there. Um, I think having Darian on campus gives us uh, some more depth and a good player on the D-line. He's also been an unbelievable leader for us. So uh, we're not going to be a team that's going out and, and trying to add six or seven players a year, but if there's an area in need or, or somebody special that pops up, uh, we're going to do what we can to try to get them here. I always want to ask, you're going out, you're trying to inject talent into your program, and, and obviously talent is, is super important, but how, how difficult is or how do you guys go about not just finding the right player from a talent aspect, but also that's going to be a good fit uh, with the rest of the team? You know, I think the way we recruit helps us get the right kind of kid. Um, you know, we're not going to just be slick recruiters and go out and tell kids what they want to hear. Uh, we want kids to get to Lincoln, see what we're all about. We're going to show them exactly who we are and what we're all about. Uh, the type of kid that wants to come to Nebraska to play is usually uh, a kid that's serious about it. Uh, if you're going to choose to leave someplace closer to home to come to Nebraska, then you probably recognize a lot of what makes Nebraska, Nebraska. The fact that there's really good men in this building that want to help them. Um, this is a great place to come to focus on what's important and that's uh, faith and family and football and academics and um, you know having more time to recruit and get to know kids certainly helps us but I think the way we recruit uh, kind of does that on its own and, and help, helps make sure that we get the right kind of people. You guys have had some success in recruiting in Arizona, New Jersey and these are places historically Nebraska 
uh, when even when you were playing are have you know been very great talent pools to tap into is that a conscious effort to kind of go back to some states that you know that nebraska's historically done well or just uh finding happens to be those those players and they, your staff has connections there yeah i think in this day and age in recruiting there's less focus on areas than there used to be uh, you see everybody around the country recruiting a little more nationally so if there's a good player we're going to do everything we can to get them here um, i think uh, there's naturally some areas where the kids that grow up there probably fit Lincoln a little bit better, and that's probably the reason that some of those have been hotbeds for Nebraska. So when I played, just having Mike Brown and from Arizona and the, the Peter brothers from uh, New Jersey, uh, there's been a lot more, but those were some of the key players on our teams, and, and there's a great track record from those two states of, of success at Nebraska. One thing that's interesting, too, about recruiting is when you find uh, a, a, a great player and then the position they may have come in at, that's not where they're ultimately going to end up for you. A guy like Cam Jurgens moving to center, how's that transition gone for, for a guy like Cam? Well, we're going to recruit as elite athlete as we can. And sometimes those guys end up where you think they were going to, and other times you look at him and think, man, he'd be nails somewhere else. And right. Cam's a good example. He came in, and we were trying to decide whether to play him at outside linebacker or tight end. And uh, it didn't take me very long watching him to, to see what he was and, and feel like he could be an elite center if we moved him and um, he's had some injury issues and we got to get him through that but I have a lot of confidence in what he can become uh, at that position so we're going to try to put guys in the, the best place that we possibly can to help them get on the field and have success. Finish up on this you talked about uh, last year you know the turning point uh, you also talked about feeling good about where the program is going. As you sit here today, what excites you about this group going into the, this season? Well, when I walk into the weight room and, and see what our team looks like, that excites me. Um, when I see smiles on kids' faces and the effort that they're putting in because they love what they're doing, that excites me. Um, you know, we finished in a good place last year. We certainly went through a heck of a lot of pitfalls and bumps to get there. Uh, the key for us is to start where we left off from a culture standpoint, from an attitude standpoint. Uh, and from a competitive standpoint. And we were a good enough team at the end of last year to beat, to play with or beat about anybody we played. Uh, we need to make sure we start their game one. Scott, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. You bet. And thanks again to Nebraska head coach Scott Frost for taking some time with rivals this week as our own John Tallman had a chance to speak with Coach Frost. When we come back, we're going to shift over and we're going to take your questions here in the mailbag. That's next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. Ah, mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. 